Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode eight. Uh, This is going to be a five-part series around how to create a style guide uh, for your digital marketing content. It's a topic I'm super excited about, so I'm really, really stoked to be chatting with uh, you all about this topic today. So... Let's go ahead and get started. Um, I want to tell you before we begin that I do have a template for you guys to follow along with and to use um, as I'm going through this five-part series. Um, And so I'm breaking it into sections because I think this is a little bit of a big uh, topic to dig into. And at the end of each piece, you're going to have a little bit of homework um, in between uh, each part uh, that is going to build on each other. So if you're interested in following along through this five-part series, you can go ahead and head over to uglyventures.com where under the insights tab is where you'll find all of the podcasts and the URL is uglyventures.com backslash style guide. And with that, you can download your free template and follow along. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to give you a little background on how I developed this template and this process. And um, hopefully it will help you all uh, in figuring out maybe why your content's not feeling right per se uh, in connection with the brand. So I have been, uh, I'm the founder, uh, co-founder of Ugly Ventures, but way before Ugly Ventures was born, I started out consulting uh, and built a agency on my own and it was an incredible learning experience and through that I had quite a number of people on my team that helped um, manage certain parts of the marketing department and so I had a graphic designer and a web uh, web designer and a content marketing manager and one of the really challenging things that me and the team went through a few times was we'd be working with a client we'd get going with the content Um, we'd be pumping out social media content and creating content calendars and then at some point there would be uh, some vague remarks that would come up of basically the founder or the client saying or one of the stakeholders saying that the content on social media particularly instagram doesn't doesn't feel right and so of course us and the team would scramble to create some reports performance reports we would put together mood boards we would ask the client what some of their inspirational um, feeds that they like are and try to manipulate the content retroactively in order to satisfy the clients or share uh, stakeholders needs 
So maybe you've gone through this before. Maybe you, um, maybe it's you as a founder and you have a social media manager that is just not quite producing the content that you think is in sync with what the brand is. Or maybe you're working closely with a social media manager and you're trying your best, but you have a stakeholder that's telling you that it doesn't feel quite right um, and that the Instagram's not good enough or not beautiful enough or whatever it is. And so from my own experience and the frustration with that process, because the reality is, is you know, nine times out of 10, the client um, doesn't quite know how to articulate exactly what they feel is not right with the feed and of course of course this applies to all of the digital marketing but i find that people tend to focus a lot on instagram Um, i think it's because a lot of people are just on instagram but there really is it's really hard to pinpoint exactly what about it doesn't feel right but you know you know when you're looking at something if it feels right or wrong and so through the pain that me and my team have gone through, we, we went through this with more than one client and it's, it's really painful and rarely does it uh, get solved, sort of, again, retroactively putting together some guides and, and trying to get that aesthetic right. It also is really ineffective because when you take the long view and you step back, and you realize what the purpose of the social media is and all of the digital content, it's really less about pleasing a stakeholder or even you as the founder. It's, you know, everyone has their personal preferences when it comes to uh, Instagram and it comes to visuals. And so scrambling to sort of please everyone Um, with what is going on in the digital marketing space is very difficult. And I find that that process, in my experience, the process was very disconnected from the target client. It became, um, and you know, and again, several times that I went through this process and it was painful and so scary because everyone thought that, you know, each time something like that came up, everyone would feel like they, you know, they'd lose, we'd lose the client. And actually on one occasion, we did end up losing the client. And so it was a big lesson to learn. Um, and it made me think, you know, why, why did that happen? And, you know, how could I have prevented that? Or how can I prevent that in the future? And that's when this process came up. And so creating uh, a content style guide at the beginning of an engagement with a client or at the beginning of building your company or at the beginning of going through the branding process, right? Or when you've just finished the branding process before you hire a marketing manager um, or when you, you know, when you first have someone handling marketing on your team, this should be one of the first things that you do. And I will explain why. Um, when we go through this process of the style guide, the content style guide, what we're doing is giving some parameters on how we're going to bring the brand to life. Nine times out of 10, when you're creating a brand with a graphic designer, if you're lucky and you have a good graphic designer, they'll deliver to you a brand Bible at the end of the engagement. And the brand Bible is 
a really important document that I'm surprised that not all graphic designers do deliver and a lot of founders who are not you know that aren't really into marketing maybe wouldn't ask for it but the brand bible of course you have your logo you have different versions of your logo um you have fonts you have colors uh a lot of times they'll add pieces about the mission statement hopefully your brand pillars your values all of that stuff and if you've recently gone through a branding exercise and you don't have all of that uh send me a DM on uh, LinkedIn and I can walk you through the process. Uh, it's it's a really important process, but you definitely want to have uh, your brand be very multifaceted and you want to think through all of these things, right? The mission, the vision, the values, all those things. I'm sure that you have. But the problem is with these style guides, while usually they do have some parameters for how to use visuals, like um, showing you, you know, how images should be uh, used. Maybe you think a little bit about filters or kind of the style of photo imagery to use on your website. There isn't a heck of a lot about what content to create for social media and digital marketing. Now, obviously you need to use your website as a jumping off point and everything should be really congruent with your website. So you want to make sure you spend a lot of time getting your website right. But social media and the rest of digital marketing, email marketing, it's just so dynamic, right? And it's and there's just such a large volume of content that needs to be produced and how much you're communicating with clients that, you know, there needs to be a really um uh, a, a really clear set of standards and guide guidelines for you to instruct your social media manager. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not going to dig into everything today. And it, as I said, it's a five part series. So what I'm going to do is sort of go through the template that I created the content so we can talk a little bit about each section. And again, if you haven't downloaded that, you can head on over to unclyventures.com backslash style guide, and you can download the free template. Um, But let's walk through the sections. And in later episodes, we'll go through uh, each uh, each part section by section. We'll really dig into to what uh, you know what you should be doing to uh, make sure that you're up to speed with uh, everything you need to create the style guide for yourself. So first and foremost, when we're developing our content style guide, we want to look at our messaging strategy. Okay, so what this really means is why are you creating content? You know, what's the purpose of the content that you're putting out? You know, why, you know, what are you trying to communicate to your clients and why? It's so important because a lot of times businesses, especially ones that aren't particularly lifestyle focused, okay, we're talking about real, you know, every other kind of sector besides lifestyle. But usually it's sort of an afterthought. Social media is being done because it has to be. And usually, you know, yeah, we want to communicate some important sales messages, some pieces about the brand. But it's really important to step back and think, you know, what is the strategy behind all that we're doing here? 
you know? How are we connecting all of the pieces between the email marketing and the social media and the promotions and the campaigns, all that stuff? So we're gonna dig a little bit into that um, on the next episode. All right, so that's the first section about what is the, the messaging, what is the message strategy. The next thing we talk about uh, is voice and tone. And we want to be clear on, you know, how do you want your brand to be perceived through the copy that's being written? And I really want to emphasize the importance of the copy because I think sometimes we put a, a big precedent um, on the visuals and we don't think maybe as hard on the copy, but it's super, super important. So we want to look at, at how is, you know, how do you want your brand to be perceived? And then for the tone, what tone does your content communicate, right? What, what, what is the spirit of all of the copy that's being written? Um, so voice and tone are really important. And in, in that episode, which will be episode 10, um, we're also talking about formatting, some formatting, gui- uh, some formatting guidelines. So everything looks really uniform and really, uh, really pulled together. So you don't have, you know, a bunch of different formats. Um, so it looks kind of messy. So we'll touch on that. Um, after that, we're going to get dig into the buyer persona. And this is hopefully something that you've done for your business already, but we're going to talk about it in the context of your content style guide and how you should be creating your content uh, specifically for your buyer persona and how uh, exactly to do that. And then last but not least is the visual guides. And we're going to dig into what kind of uh, visual guides you should be sharing, examples, things like that. So I hope you stick around for the rest of the episodes pertaining to how to create a style guide. This is part one. I'm really excited to go through this process with you. And again, you can download the template on the website, uh, uglyventures.com backslash style guide. Hope to check you, uh, hope to hear, uh, (laughs) I hope you come check back in with me next week. And I know this is going to be a really important process for you and your business. Thanks. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.